Welcome to the Art Impact Podcast, a place to talk about walking your path and leading your artistic career through mastery, entrepreneurship, and social impact. I'm Raquel Balestella, a business coach and a theater maker, and I'm here to help you build a sustainable, impactful, and freaking awesome career as an artist. Following your creative call is one of the most exhilarating and deep down fulfilling journeys there is. And it's one where we feel the most vulnerable too. It can be everything but easy at times, but I know you wouldn't settle for anything less. This podcast is made by and for entrepreneurial artists who are finding new ways of creating more art and impact in the world. If learning how to lead your career as an entrepreneur while building a heart-to-heart community, having a pretty beautiful bank account and loads of fun along the way, it's your thing too, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Art Impact. I'm your host, Raquel Balestella, and it's so amazing to have you here. So today we're going to talk about a subject which is kind of a taboo to so many of us. Money. As artists, we need to develop a healthier relationship with money. Otherwise, we will never be able to build a sustainable career and make a living from our creative work. The relationship between money and art making can be a trick subject, and especially for artists who grew up in families where the arts weren't that valued, sorting out the financial side of their careers is liking walking on a completely new planet. And putting a high price on their artwork can feel pretty uncomfortable. On the other hand, having an unpredictable income month to month is also extremely stressful. And that leads not only to money insecurities, but also consumes much of our creative energy and focus. So, let's talk today about a few tools that can help us get over these mental blocks and cultivate a healthier relationship with money so we can develop strategies that will start you on down the right path to a sustainable and freaking awesome career as a creator. Tool number one, be a learner of running your art business. Artist and financial advisor Elaine Grogan Luttrell says, by brushing off the financial side of a career in the arts, artists are practically ensuring that they will be unfulfilled personally, professionally and financially. If you want a better relationship with money, 
you need to learn as much as possible about the business side of your art career and handling finances the right way. Always undermining your prices or losing out on business because you are disorganized won't get you where you need to be financially. Luckily, there are so many resources available for artists these days. In, in addition to this podcast and to the Art Enterprise program, you can explore books and blogs specifically dedicated to artists. Another great way of learning more about the financial side of your artistic career is asking other successful artists for their advice. I find these conversations invaluable and I'm looking forward to share them with you here at the Art Impact podcast in the coming months. Tool number two, plan your strategy. Know which financial model supports your art career. Adding to that, I always find it very helpful for myself and for my clients to have a clear idea about the financial model that is supporting their career right now and if different, by which financial model they, myself or they, would like to be financially supported. So to serve your audience greatly and keep developing your creative journey, you need to discover how to make your art career financially sustainable and fulfilling. And while creating art and money, you are likely to use one of these three models. Model number one, you dissociate your art career from your financial life. That means like that you find the job most suitable for you and then dedicate yourself fully and freely to your art in the remaining time. Many, many, many artists started this way and some of them even continued for their whole lives in this mode. Some artists are very well known as Jeff Koons, J.K. Rowling and Vinicius de Moraes is a Brazilian uh, songwriter and beautiful musician and Austin Kleon. And as I said, some, some artists, they leave their day jobs uh, after a while, after art career can um, give them the financial support that they need. But many others, they continue in doing their day jobs. They found one that is very suitable for them and they continue doing that throughout their careers and vow to it. So that's one option, definitely. Option number two is you gain your money from selling your art or your skills. So this is the dream scenario for many artists as this model will give you more time to dedicate to your work. At the same time though, be aware that it may also limit your freedom as you may be tied to clients or fundraisers, demands and timelines. Model number three is 
you create your own career is starting a business that leverages your creativity and gives you the financial freedom and time you want. So this is my case, for example, where I work helping amazing artists designing their businesses and also I work creating theater. And I wouldn't change this mix for nothing in the world. Some other examples are visual artists who have a tattoo business or musicians that develop projects for children, writers who also have a public speaking career, theater groups that serve communities through workshops, photographers who own a YouTube channel and sell online courses, etc., etc., In this model, artists design their own unique career and over time build businesses and initiatives that guarantee that their artistic work remains sustainable, authentic and impactful. If you are currently developing your artwork supported by a not ideal financial model, don't fret you are likely to move between them during your career. So what's more important here is to recognize which one is working for you right now and which one you would like to have. With clarity, you can gradually move from one model to a more suitable one. So now it's your turn. Which financial model are you currently operating on? And which one would you love to be supported by? And finally, what are the next five steps that you can that can help you move from one financial model to the other? And that leads us to our next two, which to number three, make your monthly budget. Know your basics, well-being and dream scenarios. For artists, I find it helpful to think about personal finances in three different scenarios. Basics, well-being and dreams. Basic finances cover your essential needs and expenses so you can have a roof over your head, food, access to health, transport, etc. Well-being finances allow you to have more comfort and nurture your well-being, like renting a studio or doing yoga classes or traveling or having more savings. And dream finances reflect your ideal financial scenario. For us artists, it's really hard to imagine ourselves there, but I think so, so, so important to dare to go and imagine what would be our dream financial scenario. So what would you like to do ideally? Have like X amount of hours per week for creative time? Would you like to buy a house? Would you like to go to different theater festivals every year? How much does it all cost? 
if for you those categories they overlap, for example, your well-being finances is your dream finances, as it allows you to create as much as you want, that's completely fine too. The thing is that organizing our finances is a great way to figure out what's really important to us. Once we have it clear, we and our brains can start looking for new solutions and matches straight away. And now to number four, change your perception about savings. Lutru suggests changing your perception about savings. You have to realize, she says, that having cash reserves isn't a good thing, isn't just a good thing financially. It also means you don't have to accept some job that you don't want to do. So savings give us way more freedom to focus on our passion and saving is easier when you keep this goal in mind. So after making your monthly budget, make sure you add how much you want to how much you want to add to your savings fund and compare it with your average income. Then really examine, examine your purchases and ask yourself where you can save. Do you need maybe that cup of coffee from the coffee shop each morning or you can brew some at home? Uh, can you eat out, uh, eat out once a week instead of twice? The really important thing here is to have a clear vision of where your money is coming from and where it's going to. And intentionally be sure to take care of your needs before your wants. Sticking to a budget and saving goals will help you with the stress of living with a variable income which is the reality for the vast majority of us as theater makers and cultural entrepreneurs. So now let's talk about tool number five. Don't put your eggs all in one basket. So funding and commissions are the standard and known ways to make money as a theater maker or a cultural entrepreneur. But there are many more opportunities to bring in income that many artists unknowingly leave on the table. Teaching workshops, creating online courses, becoming an influencer through social media or creating brand new products and services based on your unique set of skills. All of these opportunities to make money can be more constant than funding and commission work alone or can at least supplement your income when those revenue streams are slow. Approaching your artistic career with an entrepreneurial mindset allows you to not put all your eggs in one basket with fingers crossed that it all works out. Oh dear me! Talk about stress. 
Instead, you can give yourself options when it comes to making money. Learn more about how to build multiple revenue streams and lighten the financial load on our free guide, Make Art and Money, Financial Planning for Adventurous Artists. And among other tools, discover 12 artists that are creating their unique journeys, finding new ways of serving their audiences and building sustainable art careers right now. And last but not least, our last tool, tool number six, your net worth does not equal your self-worth. Oh my gosh, that's so, so, so important. So please, above all, please remember this. Your net worth does not equal your self-worth. And honestly, it doesn't matter how critically acclaimed your work is, that does not equal your self-worth either. So the reality is like no matter what profession you are in, how much or how little money you make or what your relationship with money is, your net worth has nothing to do with, with your self-worth. But the reality is, is that it's so easy to get those things mixed up. Your self-worth is fundamentally non-negotiable, non-changeable. And the earliest we discover and integrate this fact into our creative lives, the easiest it is to navigate our career and finances with freedom and abundance. Because artists have a variable income instead of a monthly paycheck, money issues can weigh heavily on our mind and quietly affect our self-esteem. But the reality is that even if you are the wealthiest businesswoman on the planet or the highest paid artist in the world, you will not be happy if you are not chasing your passion. And yet, it's never been easier to use your passion to make a living, if you want to. So it's really time to throw the starving artist narrative out of the window. And artists need to cultivate a healthier relationship with money. And it all starts with finding ways to keep your art business organized and profitable. That not only allows you to develop your creative practice further, but it also expands its impact in the world. Now, I wonder, what was your favorite insight in this episode and most importantly, How can you put this new discovery into action right now? Want to go deeper? Go to our website now and subscribe to our newsletter, Whole Art Diaries, and receive exclusive insights and inspiration on building your career as a performing artist and an entrepreneur every week. 
thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find our show notes or any links that we mentioned today on our website, www.raquelbalistela.com podcast. If you got some interesting insights or found more clarity and inspiration in this episode, could you please do me a quick favor and leave us a five stars review? This podcast is still pretty new and your review will help other artists just like you to find it and discover new ways of expanding their art and impact too. Thank you so much for following your creative path and for all the beautiful, meaningful, extraordinary things you create in the world, whatever form they take. Have a great rest of your week and I will catch up with you next time.